On today's episode of Gathering the Kings. You always think you build it and they will come. Not always the case, a newbie mistake. You're going to have to get out there, boots on the ground, and start talking to people and get your message out there. You are listening to Gathering the Kings with Chaz Wolf, featuring fellow seven, eight, and even nine-figure business owners who have real battle scars from business and life, but have prevailed as the king that they are designed to be. We welcome high-performing entrepreneurs to the stage in order to reveal the real of the real on what it takes to build a successful business today. We dissect the good and bad decisions they've made along the way that give a true and accurate picture of the journey of success and how you too can get there. Through this dialogue, you will learn the value of growing your network and surrounding yourself with power players and kings like today's guest. Grab your pen and notebook because we're about to dive in. All right, everybody, I'm Chaz Wolf, Gathering the Kings podcast. This week, I've got Shane Grendel on the King stage. Brother, how are you? Hey, I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. I am also excited for this conversation. We have had guys across the country, ladies even, different industries, but this conversation is going to be so new and unique. You have got all kinds of medical stuff going on, and I'm excited to dive into it. Tell us what kind of business that you're operating, Shane. Sure. So what I'm running is from the ground up, it's a new thought, a new idea of medicine or healthcare called direct primary care, DPC. So it's a cash-based business. You don't need insurance to come and hang out with me. That's one of the things that I want to make sure is that I don't take insurance. It's It just gets in the way, yeah. red tape, I think. And then my goal is to be the one-stop shop. So whatever you're looking for, you can't find it you probably didn't find me. So Interesting. That's, that's, Love it. It's important. So we do IV hydration. We do weight loss. We do chronic disease management. We do family planning. And so all of our visits are not rushed, right? We take our time and we get to know you. Heck, we even know your cat's name. It's beautiful. We know everything. So awesome. happy to start our practice and grow yeah. and flourish, man. Yeah, the, it's, uh, what I'm hearing you say is that you're my friend. You're my the doctor yeah. that I can trust, the relationship. That's it, man. That's it. Perfect. That's good. I love it. I want to know before we dive into the history, because I know you've been doing this for a couple of years and uh -huh. you've obviously had some massive success, but why at this level of having success, are you still pushing? Like, why are you still want to go to the new heights? You were just telling me you spoke at an event a couple of weekends ago. Like, why are you still pushing for the next level? It's many things, but for me, it's just to spread the idea of not only entrepreneurship, but also the direct primary care version. Because I think this is literally the solution that our healthcare is needing. Yeah. COVID has poked holes into our healthcare system, has it not? Right? Uh, 100%. Think about back then when 96% of ICUs were full. Yeah. Florida. 96%. That's insane. So, my goal here is to avoid that, right? Primary yeah. prevention is the best prevention. And that's what I want to do, man. And, yeah. I, and not only that, but to share the entrepreneur spirit. I never thought I, I would be here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like now it's a natural thing for me. I'm just like, wow, this is great. This is fun. This is exciting. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> hard. Think about medicine and like business together and then put it into a ball and go with it. And at the end of the day, it's to help the patients. Those right. patients are my friends that have lost their job. They've lost yeah. their health benefits. They're sick and, they're, and they look to me like, Shane, what do I do? Yeah, you get healthy. And that's what it sounds like what you're helping people do is not only to get healthy, but to stay healthy. 
stay healthy. Key. And that's where insurance fails us is, is that they're reactive and not proactive. I'm very yeah. proactive. Like we, we anticipate things before they even come about. And I get to spend that good quality time with you. And that's important to me. And that relationship that, that gets to the key point is people are important. Patients, networks, everything, just people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about my own primary care example or situations that I have in my brain of when I've gone in and I have to wait in the super sticky, weird waiting room for sometimes a very long time. And yeah. I get ushered in by somebody who I've never seen before. All the measurements taken that they've taken, I'm 35. Like I haven't, yeah. my height hasn't changed my weight. I get it. You got to do it fine. But then I get the, the 10 minutes, the eight minutes, the seven minutes with the doctor after waiting another half hour in the room. Yeah. And then in those seven minutes, he wants to try to be chummy and pretend like he knows the family. And it's just, it's, it. It just has never felt like perfect to me. It's awkward. Your story is typical, man. Your story is typical. And I dislike that with a passion. Yep. I have a great mentor, great friend, awesome colleague, Dr. Paul Thomas. One of the founding, I guess we'll call him the founding father of DPC. He has this amazing TED talk that you guys should key in on. It's fantastic. He, and he talks about the Swiss cheese effect. He scoops in and he grabs the sand and it's yeah. fall between his fingers, right? Yeah. And that's what traditional medicine does is that problems fall between the cracks. In eight yeah. minutes, what can you and I get done together yeah. truly? And that's yeah. the insurance-based world. And that's why I don't do that. It's like our first visit is 45 minutes and that's just with me. Like not yeah. with, you'll notice how nice our waiting room is, but you're going to spend less time in there than anything. Yeah. Like it's just all about the relationship. That's everything I'm hearing you say, which translates into business, which I'm sure you've already figured this out. But for the listener, I want to just point this out. Like he's not just talking about medicine. He's talking about the customer experience. He's talking about the person that, that calls your business and doesn't get through. He's talking about the person that calls or comes to your restaurant and isn't greeted right away. Whatever the scenario is, it's the same thing. It, it's a level of service that doesn't exist in small business because you're small. You don't have enough people or you haven't thought about it or it, it's running crazy. And the reality of it is that the relationship that you have with the client, which he's talking about, it supersedes everything. Period. I couldn't agree more here with you. It, people want to be heard. Yeah. People want to be heard. And it's very important to them to be heard and have their voice understood. I can't tell you, I just had a couple that came in and literally almost in tears, like, you really listen, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I do. And they're just so used to being dismissed. And yeah. and I'm just like, that's not how we do things here. People just appreciate that extra level of detail. Yeah, and, Shane's uh, swooping in and being your medical therapist, y'all. <laughs> no, seriously, I can't tell you how many eating disorders that I've diagnosed just from like my weight loss program. So it's not just about- right the medicine part. It's about yeah. the psychosocial. It's about the economic. It's about what is your barriers to health? And that's huge yeah. to me. I need to understand that. And you can't get that done in eight minutes. That's where DPC shines Right. is that, and it's like Netflix, man. Like you just pay a monthly membership fee, right? Everyone loves Netflix. Whether you, yep. whether you watch Stranger Things for a whole season or you see Shane for 30 minutes, it doesn't matter. Doesn't same, matter. Same doesn't premise, matter. Dude. Same premise. Like love to and they have access to me like on demand we have a great app messing me with anything really quick we can take care of it so i definitely like to leverage technology not use it and crutch it but just use yeah. it and leverage it so tech is good yeah, the opportunity there to stay in good communication is what i'm hearing and again Perfect. 
again, for any business owner, you got a client, you have a homeowner or whatever that you're called in your business, the more that they're in communication or have access to answers to be able to know timelines or to be able to know quick feedback points, the communication. Huge. Yeah. Matt, it, like it helps the relationship, which we've already determined is huge. <laughs> Huge. That's the moral of the story is people are important and you should be collecting these five-star Google reviews like currency, man. That's right. And how can people give you a, give you a five-star review when we're not giving five-star customer service? Yeah. hundred percent. That's huge. The experience is everything. So along the journey here, Shane, you've obviously, you've grown quickly, but I want to know, like, how did you come to this place? You obviously studied medicine that I can figure that one out, but like, how did you get to being a business owner in the medical space? Sure. That as all great things occur in just happenstance or randomness. I was just fed up with the way things are with medicine and healthcare. And I thought I could do it better. And so that's, that was really my thought is wanting to do medicine my way and do it better. And so just, it, it happened so fast. Like I went from business plan to doors open in probably four months. Because I know analysis paralysis is real. So, so it's is. real. Yeah. And it's, I just needed to get it done and knocked out. And so what happens is I just reached out to my local SBDC rep here at UNF. And then he and I just knocked it out within probably two weeks. Business plans, operating budget and everything like that. It was yeah. just random. It was random. That, All things in life are great and random. I love the story here. I want to point out for the listener, the SBDC, I'm familiar with what it is, but share what that is, what the resource is, how you were able to take advantage of that. Oh man, stunning. Small Business Development Council. It's state specific and they are great. It's free. They charge you nothing for this business advice and it's crucial. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times my rep has put me in connection with the right people, the right yeah. resources. And it costs you nothing. You sit down and you do meetings. It's like having your own like executive board without paying for it. Isn't yeah. that great? It's about people. We're going back to that again. People. Yeah. That. 100% yeah. right. SBDC is in most major cities and you can look them up. Shane's right. It's free. And they have usually in order to be a advisor, you have had to have previously owned a business. At least that was the qualification when I was using them many years ago. It still is. So, Still it still is. So there you go. So yeah. you're talking with somebody who has some experience to a degree. And they've so they've been there, done that. They've been there, done that. And so I think that for people who are just getting started, like you were, who all you knew up until that point was medical, that's a, it's a phenomenal resource. I remember doing some marketing early on when I was buying franchises and needing to expand and put things together. It was a phenomenal tool. So in that, you put together the operating agreement, you the, the plans, the everything to go. Four months later, you open up, and I want to know. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I, I kind of, a little bit of, you obviously operating out of a space. So you had to lease yeah. a space. You had to get it yeah. prepared. You obviously have a staff. Yeah. All of those things you got done in four months. Yeah. yeah. And was there, I'm going to ask you a deeper struggle question here in a minute, but what sure. was the hardest part of those four months? Hardest part of those four months is just getting the word out there. You always think you build it and they will come. Not always the case, a newbie mistake. You're going to have to get out there, boots on the ground and start talking to people and get your message out there. I don't care if that's walking up to the local business and say, hey, I'm a new clinic in town. I'm like your local neighbor. Anything I, I can help you with, go for it and come from that genuine space of I want to help you and your employees and, and, and they love it. Yeah, uh, I can tell you how many small businesses I have on my panel now that don't have access to anything else outside of me, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, Get out there. Boots on the ground, marketing, social media, whatever. Get your friends involved from a grassroots art here. It's yeah, huge. yeah. It's huge. 
yeah, the momentum doesn't just happen. It's got to be created, especially at the very beginning stages. What would you say now, like now that you're in motion, you've been doing this for a couple of years and maybe not so much like now, but like along the way, probably is more of my question was the hardest thing, or maybe the the decision that was just like, oh, if I could redo that decision, let me know that piece of information. Oh, like I'll tell you before is just the point of saying, I can't do it alone. I tried that. That was a mistake. Give us some more there because you obviously hired a staff. And so it's not like you were all alone, but like what moment did you find yourself in when you were like, I can't do this by myself? The moment where I was just like setting in like seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, still doing all of my posting, my, my videos, my content creation, my, my budgets, my, my numbers. You had a medical staff. You didn't have a business staff. I'm CEO, CFO, all the things, right? And that's the part where you need people to help you strive. And that's what my SBDC rep told me. I'm like, I got this. I, I just, I was just talking about this you know? with another entrepreneur earlier today yeah. and how we hear the things that we know we need to do yet. Right. We don't do it. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't, we've got this vision, this drive, this motivation, this excitement, and then you get burnt out, man, <laughs> you yeah. get burnt out. Uh, I don't want you to do that. Don't do what I did. Don't get burnt out so fast. Get help, hire on people good people that, that fit your culture of your company and that drives your mission. You can teach them anything, but you can't teach them to love your mission or to love the idea. That's that's, true. that's I can teach you anything. How do you know better yet? Yeah. How do you know that they love your mission? And obviously, if you're just hiring somebody that you just met, what are the key indicators that you're looking for that they're going to love your mission? So I typically only interview people that are in my circle or that people would refer to me. They're like, Shane, this person is a good fit for you. Here's their CV resume. You mind looking at it? And so those are the ones that I don't publish any jobs or anything like that on yeah. Indeed or anything. It's do you think that because your network is so strong or do you think that's because the opportunity that you have is so unique? That's or a both. fantastic question. That's a good question. I do have a strong, like network of just everything, great professionals, great period. So I'm going to go ahead and lean on it and say it's that, and then sprinkle in a little bit that this is a unique sort of, but really I have a great network. I couldn't yeah. be more lucky, truly. Coming from a guy who started off the pod saying how big relationships were, it makes sense I, that you have a strong- Full network. circle, right? hundred <laughs> percent. It either is important to you or it isn't. You can't make relationships important in one area and not in others. Let's just be honest. Seriously. People either matter or they don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this can even go to your social life. Let's just take business out of the equation. Just being that good person, doors will just start to open for you. Yep. You never know the power of saying yes. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's serving, because that's really what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. putting other people first and serving, like you said, business or even medical aside, just doing the right thing. What was a good decision? You said the bad decision wasn't hiring people. So don't flip the <laughs> coin on me and tell you just that hiring people, but give me, give me that, that key thing that you did or decided to do that uh, that has enabled you to be where you are today? I think the method of the way that I'm delivering healthcare opened many doors. Okay. And Um, and, yeah, open that that up a little bit. Tell us, yeah, tell us what that means. Yeah, sure. So that model of care that you and I talked about, the direct primary care model has really helped and it helps with attraction and accessibility of care. So ticket insurance, I would need this massive team of people 
and billers, coders, all the things. It's allowed me to be a very lean startup because I don't need all of that to build insurance. And, and I can just operate with the patient directly. And then the great thing here is that the word of mouth travels. Oh, you won't believe how, how much time Shane took with me, how much time he addressed all of my problems. That's really important. The type of clinic that I'm running is unique and it's, it's the future. I think it's the future of what healthcare should be. Gone is the way back then where doctors made house calls, man. We're bringing in these leather bags to your front door. Right. On your bed. That's how it was back then. Returning it's, to the good old days. But good. what I'm hearing you say, the good What's decision old is, is make new again, right? That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. All things come back. They say yes. Somet- sometimes it's bell bottoms and <laughs> other fashions, but this time it's Just the doctor that. at your door. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, I do make house calls. I have my bag ready to go. Like I said about the IV drips is you're sick. You're not feeling well. I'll pop into your house, start, start an IV, get some fluids better. And in 20 minutes, man, you're, you're ready to go back out there again. Man, it's-, uh, it's so simple. Sometimes when you think about it, I don't want to turn it into a health conversation necessarily. We've already been there, but I know. Uh, it's so simple really to keep the body moving. So the good decision in that, what I'm hearing is that you pick the good model right? You pick the vehicle that can go fast and you're not trying to go fast in a slow vehicle. No. And it's modular. You can add on things. Great thing about this type of cash practice is that I can do things that I'm passionate about. I can do things that drive me in the morning. Yeah. I can do things that fill up my bucket. Sure. hundred percent. My bucket here with these things that, that I like to do. And that's mental health and that's weight loss. And then these two are my passions in life. Yeah. Being a military veteran myself, I understand the value of mental health and how it's stigmatized and how we need to do a better job of getting to the bottom of it and to treating it. That's being, that's the holistic aspect of the care that I give is mental health, physical health. I mean, everything, man, it it all comes together. It does. It's a big old pie. And if you got the wrong ingredients... It doesn't taste too sweet. I got a, I got an interesting question for you. I asked this on social media, I don't know, probably three or four months ago. And I'm curious to know your response. What is the difference between mental health and mindset? So the difference there, mindset is like your filter, like how things are filtered through your lens. Okay. You know, everyone's mindset, either you can be the optimist, you can be the pessimist, you can be somewhere in the middle. That's kind of like mindset. And then mental health, is the big umbrella, right? It's like a diagnostic criteria, bipolar, schizophrenia, all those types of things together. And so if you're screening things from a positive mindset, I think your prognosis will be better. Sure. If you have a negative mindset, your prognosis is poor. It is evidence-based that if you're a pessimist or pessimistic, things tend to not go so well. The power of the placebo effect is huge. Oh yeah. That's why they are separate, yeah. but in the same sort of like arena. Totally. So, and that was my follow-up question is, are they the same? And obviously, so you've said that they're different. And I love how, I love what you said is that in order to get to the mental health place, good, bad, strong, healthy, yep. whatever the mental health is, you've got to step through the lens of whatever your mindset, mindset is. is. Correct. Uh, and this yeah. deals with you at the end of the day. This is you. This is how you process things. Yeah. Are, you, are you always chipper in the morning, ready to go, happy, go lucky? I wish I was so more so that, would you, you say know. that mindset you can control? Yes. Mindset you can absolutely control. Which then has an, a big impact on your mental, on mental health. health. Bingo. Perfect. That's literally perfect. Yep. 
Love. I love that I could talk about mindset and, and mental health is obviously a piece of that forever, it but is. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I think mental health is a little bit more of a buzz phrase nowadays than it mindset is. is, but, but I th- you're right. They are separate, but they're so interlocked. And unfortunately I, I had several people, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head necessarily industries or who they were, what off the top of my head, but some people mentioned that whether it's the mindset or the mental health, it's like, the people who are going to make excuses of one or the other are going to, are they're going to blame it on mindset or mental health or things that they've been through, whatever it is. But I love what we just said. I think we gave a really honest, even medical perspective of you got to step through the lens. And it doesn't mean that lens controls the mental health a hundred percent, but I think no. it has a big, a big no, play. It's like turning up the brightness on your TV a little bit. It, it doesn't destroy the picture. Right. It makes it a little too bright or a little too dark, which that's, over that's, the course of time, can give you a headache, can right? So headache. now we're talking yeah. about long-term health again. Yeah. Before I forget, dude, thank you for your service. Appreciate oh, that. Man. Dude, honor and a privilege, man. I'm just a lucky duck. That's all. That, I love uh, That's good mindset. That's good mindset. Oh, ah, ah, see, I thought you, you did it there. Uh-huh. It is. We can choose to control our things or we can choose to be a victim. Yeah. Yeah. And so I true. choose to take control and move things out of my way instead yeah. of leaning over them like this. And yep. saying, I can't do this. Yeah. Isn't that mindset? Right? Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. This. So what you've given us the good, the bad, the ugly of decision-making inside yeah. of a direct care practice, sure. what process or maybe even discipline do you have nowadays around decision-making? So for me, I do my best to not overanalyze things called that analysis paralysis. You and I were talking yeah. about that before. That's yep. why I went from structure to plan in four months because I knew me, I would overthink it and not even start it. So just Gotta go fast, go fast, go, but no, no, know yourself yeah. at the end of the day, know yourself, know what you are. If you're, if you're like a procrastinator then you know, you need to get on it. You need to get on it like today yeah. and not wait. So yep. that would be like my thought and then take care of yourself. The biggest investment you can make is you. Yeah, I love it too. And I love how it came out naturally here from a medical professional, because it is true. We know this, we've all heard it. We've all yeah. heard it, but oh, yeah. we forget every day. It seems like <laughs> I forget and I'm just, no, you're, you're spot on. We get too caught up in life and we get yeah. caught up in patients like me. We are notorious for taking care of others that we do ourselves. We're very notorious, dude. right? Yeah. My wife's a dental hygienist. I was the last one to get my teeth cleaned. I'm like, hello, can I be a patient, please? She was like, you know what to do. Just go brush your teeth. Make sure yeah, you, you know? yeah. That's dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. The that's deck just, builder has the worst deck. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Or the pool guy had the worst pool. Uh, no. Yeah. But I'm doing better. I'm yeah. not perfect. I'm doing better. I'm getting back to my weekly back massages that really helped me. I'm go. getting back to Good. doing a few minutes in the gym and doing the things and not yep. only that, but invest and grow yourself in your mental state and yeah. just your knowledge. Just take a book off the shelf and read it once a month. I don't care what it is. Yeah. And go watch some YouTube videos like that help you grow as yep. a clinician, as an entrepreneur, as whatever, man. Yeah. Just grow this and grow the body. It's, yeah. They're all intertwined, man. Seriously. Yeah. And for the listener that didn't get to see what he said there, grow the mind, grow the heart, grow the body. I think that you're 100% right when you say they're intertwined, <clears throat> where your desires are, 
call that your heart, your thoughts will follow, which then obviously your body gets in motion. Love the trajectory there. I'm going to go over to a speed round here, ask you some questions. All right. I'm um, ready. I think. The first one is we're going to take your entire practice and we're going to dwindle it down into one trackable metric. What is it? The one trackable metric that we use is the amount of patients we recruit monthly. Gross. Okay. So um, new clients to the firm or to the... Yes, that's our, okay. that's our metric. And why do you track that? What does that give to you that if you know that, the rest falls into place? Then now we now know the average expenditure of that patient. And then, yeah. so that, that's important because we have other systems and programs in place that's designed for our members. So that's our weight right. loss program. That's our IV hydration program because we don't do a lot of one-off visits. Sure. It's all based on that subscription-based plan. Yeah, Truthfully. yeah. And so the more subscribers we have, of course, the more money we make and the more programs we can sell as well. It's, that's our really an important metrics. How many are we going to be bringing on each month? And then that'll tell us how much, how many programs we're likely to sell. Those are our one metric. Yep. I love it. Okay. What book you already mentioned a few suggestions of just reading, but what book would you recommend that a six figure business owner read who's trying to grow his or her business? There's not a single book that I would say, but I think it's a, I think there's a, a couple of tried and true books that you should definitely look at. And that, that is who moved my cheese. That's a good one. It's simple. It's easy. I'm probably biased because who the author who wrote it was with a physician yeah. and, but it's a, but it's a powerful thing that tells you that you need to adapt to whatever is yeah. coming up and right. not ask why and just sit there and wait. That's what it is. Who moved my cheese? And if you're feeling froggy, you can get the other book. I moved your cheese. That's so awesome. Those are the two ones that I really like that have helped me adapt to change a little bit better and yeah. have understand why it's important to, to adapt to that because you're, you'll stagnate. Think about Kodak. Yeah. You'll, yeah. You're talking about Sears the other day with a guy. Sears. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. They've been around since the late 1800s. And then gone. Where they at? Right. Yeah, dude. It's nuts. Um, yeah. You're right. Change is the only constant and uh, man, there's so many people in general, but, yeah. and then obviously we're talking about entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs who just get stuck in the groove and it's bro, we got to be able to adjust and change and <laughs> move. Valid and bro there. Valid bro. I'm just, I, that's the thing is I'm always asking myself what's next, Shane, what's next. What yep. am I going to offer now? What will really make my patients happy that I do this? Yeah. Yeah. And it's always good to, to keep that line with your patients and grow and adapt to what they need. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not about you and what you need. It's literally not yep. zero. You're just the vessel to, to meet the needs of like others in yeah. my humble opinion. But yeah, you know. no, it's true for every business. Otherwise they're, it's not like they're paying me to be their friend. They're paying me to deliver a service, a product, a, a something, true. a value, something, unless something. my friendship is just so valuable. Oh, yeah. The reality is that's why. So you got to deliver the thing. You gotta, and you got to deliver it, you gotta deliver it yeah. well because you've got, there's so many competitors in my space, in your space or wherever that are, that can give them that great product and that great service. So it has to be very packaged and packaged honestly. Right. Yeah. So I like that. Our, that's our key. Yeah. You know, that's, it's huge. People are smart. They're very smart. They'll see straight through you. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And I think a lot of folks in business, like you said, maybe we were talking off air and it was like, you were a physician, you're a medical person, you, you weren't an entrepreneur always. And so as you learn these business things, 
learning people, communicating, structure, systems, automation, like all the business stuff. Software. So yeah, all the nitty gritties. But the people thing about it, the people thing about business is they will see, they'll see right through your sales process. They'll see right through manipulation. They'll see through lack of care as you could easily say that for you. And you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just so important that you believe in your product and you put that good product out there. I don't care what it is. If it's a healthcare product, if it's a software, if it's a tangible product, just make sure it's good. You're honest about it. Yeah. And just be good to your customers and they will love yeah. you to death. The honesty piece actually goes another step further for me. Even it's like, it should compel you to want to help more people because I think a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid to really get out there, like really put themselves out there. And it's even scary. The, yeah, scary. bro. Yeah. You put yourself <laughs> out there, you get haters. And yeah. so the honesty oh, piece is if you're doing it, if you're doing it right, it should want to compel you to want to help more people with whatever it is that you're doing. So I let that be a little encouragement here. And I always say to my patients, I'm like, if you find a better weight loss program, a more covers of weight loss program, I'll pay for it. It's just that good. I'm just like, I'll pay for it. Yeah. We've had great success. Like excited, super. Yeah. The people, especially like you said, people are just smart. And so if you want to categorize the buyer today, they're smarter. They've got more information. They're savvy. And so I, it's like, what can you be other than honest? Uh, otherwise, you're going to get found out. Uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, right. you'd, you'd be very surprised, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, if you only had one hour, Shane, each week, right. one hour a week. All right. What would you do in that one hour to operate your business successfully like you do now? Oh, that's hard. That's mm. a good one. We're going to help uh, Shane. We're going to help Shane right here on the podcast scale <laughs> to the next level in his business. I'm ready, man. One hour. So for me, are you asking like how to scale it or how to be more efficient nope. or? No, nope, nope. You got to run your business, but you only get one hour a week. What do you do oh, in the one hour? I can only run my business in one hour. Yep. Oof. You come in on Wednesdays from 12 to one. That's all you get. I like it. I guess I would have to move the telemedicine and that's okay. We use that anyway. But no, I would most certainly take that one hour and just look at our metrics, look at our patients' review scores, look at their outcomes and then look at just data and set down and see where it is we can improve on because it's just about continual improvement and growing of our product. So that's a short time, an hour, but man, that's what I got to do. Right? Yep, to, exactly. Just to look at those metrics and look at that, those patient outcomes and then look at how many patients we're bringing in that month and see how it looks like to our last month and sit down and say, hey, right. what can we do better in that one hour? Yep, I love it. Okay. And last question, Shane. All right. If you lost it all, my friend. Oh, oh, I lost it all. That's a tough day. Honestly, that's a tough day, right? Uh, honest I'll, response. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, it, it's all about transparency, man. But I guess I had to do it all over again. But now I know how to do it more efficiently and effectively. Yeah. Nothing would change. I would just do the same outcome, the same cash-based model, and then just start it again from the ground up somewhere else. Same print, just building it all back up again. Yeah, love that it. same foundation and structure model because it works, man. I love it. I love it. It's love great. it. So the answer is honest. And so therefore I appreciate it. I want to, I want to know for the listeners purpose, how can they connect with you, Shane? They want to get to know you better. They want to learn more about this direct model. How can they find For you? sure. 
Um, absolutely. I'm everywhere because I have to be, right? <laughs> so right. I have a LinkedIn profile. You can go ahead and check out that if you definitely like to and want to connect. I would love to answer any, any questions your viewers have if they're looking into getting in, into the medicine and into the business aspect, would love to connect and share. So we also have a Instagram. It's at the Jacksonville NP. That's my Instagram. And on Facebook, I'm also there. It's s.dgrindle. I'm there and I'm also on YouTube with our clinic. Integrative Net Group is our clinic name. You can feel free to con contact us there. And I also have my book. You can go nice. ahead and pick this guy up. Yeah, I've written a book just talking how the first year went for me. And yeah. that's on Amazon. You can go ahead and pick that up. It's called The Nurse Practitioner's First Year, a guidebook. Um, it. So it's a fantastic thing that gives you a little bit of insight. But that's our thing. That's awesome, brother. I appreciate that. And so I just want to make sure that uh, these guys can reach out to you. Obviously, we'll put all that in the link. We'll put your, your Amazon link to your book in, in the show notes and all that fun stuff. But dude, awesome. it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I think the conversation will continue from here for sure. But thank you for being here. Thank you for giving your time. Thank you for just dropping all the bombs that you did. Your energy is in infectious. So thank you for being here. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for listening to Gathering the Kings. We hope you got a ton of value today and learned a thing or two about taking your business to seven figures and beyond. If you desire more and want a community around you to help you get there, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com. That's gatheringthekings.com. And I want you to apply for our next Becoming a King 90-Day Intensive. We are extremely exclusive by nature as a group. What that means is that we're really wanting only the entrepreneurs who take their business and targets super serious to apply. So if that's you, you think you got what it takes to level up your business, I want you to go to gatheringthekings.com and apply. And we will see you on the other side.